0: The Masicha has been dedicated by the Beda brothers in memory of their grandparents Sally and Norman Jamal, as well as uh, Joseph and Victoria Beda. Today's Daf is being studied. And we begin Today's Daf is right being studied. beginning Daf and we are going to start two lines from the top. The Hayt Surba merabanan. Surba merabanan is referring to a young Tamid hacham who's sharp. Dame, the parsida, he is similar to the uh, seed, the tuteh Kala, that's under the earth in the crevices. What is this, the analogy between a Tamir Hakam, a young? like they call him today, a sprouting Talmid HaKham, a budding Talmid HaKham. What is the uh, connection? The kevan de navat navat. Rashi says, which means just like this, the it starts to blossom. You don't see it for a while, all of a sudden, boom, it comes out of the ground. Similarly, Talmid HaKham, you don't hear of him. And all of a sudden, from nowhere, you hear about this Tamid uh, HaChem. His name starts to uh, become well-known, even though he doesn't have a promoter, even though nobody's publicizing him. But Klai has a, you know, uh, a certain understanding who the Tamid HaChemim of the generation. And that's the way it works. It's, uh, it's, once his, uh, his name gets out, he starts to grow. He starts to become popular. If you see a Tamir Hakam that gets angry, he's, uh, he's boiling. It's the Torah that is uh, bringing him to that, uh, that anger. Now she says, she the take things to heart more than other people. As she says, the Torah does that. So what is what, what do we have to know that for that Tamidah Dachemim are prone to uh, be uh, angry more than the next guy? Well, the, as she says, you should give them kafsechut. You know, don't don't uh, don't say I'm oh, a bad guy, bad door, terrible guy. No, it's the Torah in him that causes him to be uh, like that. As it says in the pasuk, "Hano ko ne The Torah is esh, so therefore that esh is going to make an impact on the person's uh, physical esh. Chaos comes from esh, so therefore uh, know where it's coming from. It's the Torah that's uh, giving him that midah. And Rav Asher said, That any tamid hacham that is not uh, stubborn. Like Barzel, like uh, iron. So then, eno hacham. Shnei emar, as it says, like a uh, hammer that breaks the uh, rock. So, that, you have to be stubborn in that sense that they don't, uh, they're not wishy washy, they don't get influenced so easily, they don't change their opinions. They have to be especially when this pressure mounted against them. To maybe compromise and give in and yield, especially when it was referring to halakha. So they have to be kashikem They have to be tough because they're the ones that are defending the law. Therefore, they have to make sure that they don't, uh, you know, buckle to the uh, to the pressure. Rabbi Abba Rabbi Atun mehatam matnitula. You learn it from from there from the pasuk Patisha. potzer Salah. Anan ma'acham matin anad dichtiv eres the land asher abaneha barzel that its rocks are like iron. Altekre abaneha don't read its rocks are like iron. Ela boneha abaneha boneha and who are the the builders the builders of Klai Israel are the Torah as she says boneha kamede Hakamim mekaime onam. The Binyano, the Tabidah Khamim are sustaining the world, uh, keeping it in existence. So they're like the builders. So therefore it says, that the rabbis, the Tabil Khamim are strong like Barzel. nonetheless, the Gemara says, Afidu inish, the Nafshe The Kham still has to work on himself to overcome it. And uh, act in a nihutta in way, in a calm way. You have to work on removing ka'as from your heart. So that is the uh, first piece of today's givea. Right, let's go to the Maharsha and let's see if he has anything. Oh, he actually does. Now, Lefi shehakamasi me midot giruot. Kaas is one of the most uh you know uh, low of the midot. It's garuat inferior from the midot. Kipuffrasim Ahmad Yeshladuna Tabida Kham de Kapsekut. You have to give him the benefit of the doubt, the Uraita, because it's Torah that's causing it. Sha Torah, hida baruchani domela esh. Torah is something spiritual that's the fire. Kemoshikaduv, like we learned. Eshdat lamo. The Torah is It's a fiery law. beesh When Moshe Rabbeinu on the Torah, it was black fire written on white fire. Torah When the Torah enters the the who the it heats up his body. Naturally, going to bring him to but we learned that he has to control it. To train himself. Even though he's a Tamil Akam. And then the, the Maharshak quotes the famous saying. Which means habit controls you. We're creatures of habit. Therefore, you can't fall into a bad habit. who owns the person? His habit owns him. His, his nature owns him. So therefore, you have to break it. Then he says over here, al tekrea abaneha." Now, Mahash over questioning, how did the Gemara know to be Doresh? The pasuk says, Eretz Barzel. Its rocks are hard like uh, iron. How did the Gemara know to be Doresh? It? That abaneha means Boneha, the builder, which is Tamida it says, bishuto, ashen if you're comparing the rocks to be hard like uh, iron, it should not say The rocks are clearly not iron, then they wouldn't be rocks. <speaking in Hebrew> but it doesn't say that. So therefore they are they they they're not rocks. But we say every day in Tana Beriau, world. That's bezekai like it says in my Okay, now we go back to the gemara, and the gemara now says, "Amad b'Shmu'el banachmani, Rabbi Yonatan, Sheloshah, Sha'alu, Hogan. The famous Gemara. Three people in history. They made a request, and their request was not uh, precise. It was Shelok, They didn't ask, or let's say they didn't phrase their request correctly. But to two of them, Bodhi Olam answered them correctly. But one, Yeshivuhu Shiloh Kehogen. And one was answered incorrectly, like his request. Ve'eluhen, Li'ezer Eber Abraham, Ve'Sha'ul Ben Kish, Ve'yiftah Qagil Adi. Now let's go through each one. Li'ezer Eber Abraham. Dekhtiv, Ve'ya na'ara asher umar eleha, Hatina Kadech. So he made a, uh, what we call Nihush, he made a, uh, a condition, uh, and he said, The girl that comes and says uh, she, she'll give me to drink and my camels to drink, that's the one. So the Gibara says, Wait, that's the one as if that's the one that's gonna be married to you. Yeah. And let's say she's lame. Let's say, God forbid, she's blind. That's it, he locked it in. So it's, it's really Shiloh Kehogen, what the, the first girl, no matter what, just because she's a Baalat Chesed, even though she might have tremendous uh, handicaps. Heshibo Kehogen, but more Olam answered correctly, it is Damna Lo Rivka. And of course we know Rivka. Now, the only uh, the problem is, what does it mean? Maybe he's going to get a, he get it. W- won't, won't he see it? Won't he see that she's lame? Won't won't he see that she's blind? If that's the girl that comes limping, or the girl that comes and can't see, so Eliezer won't take her. What's, 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 why is that Shiloh Kehogen? So let's read Rashi over here. Uh, read Rashi Ubnot and Sha'ir. Or actually, start from that Rashi. Yes, which means uh, ultimately we're going to get back to the rains somehow from this sugya. So that's why uh, we're starting with the sugya of Rabbi Achyya. so It's going to end up; the two dots are going to talk about rains. So, therefore, you know that's the connection between this. Uh, why we get into this sugya. Next one. Right. Basically, he was making a new hole. She was saying, the first girl that comes out and does this. That's the one. Zafilu. That's the one. He won't figure it out because she could hide it up. Maybe she has a peg leg and she's wearing a dress and they won't know that she's it. Or maybe that uh, she has beautiful eyes but uh, she's blind, and she knows the road, so that she's able to navigate, uh, you know, in that area. So he can get fooled by it. Now, of course, and as she said, and Rivka obviously was presented. Now, if you look at uh, the Tosfot over here, look at Tosfot, Sha'alu Kehogen. Eli Sha'ul veYiftach. Vim tomar, amay lo hashiv kale ben yefune. We'll have another one, kale ben yefune. Why would he do? He said sheamar asher yaket kiryat sefer, the one that will be able to conquer the city of kiryat sefer velacheda and conquer. Venatati lo et aksa b'til eisha. I'll give them my daughter aksa to marry. Amay lo parich. Why don't the Gemara say kibuachi yachod mamzer or eved? Maybe the girl will be a mamzer. Maybe, or maybe the boy will be a mamzer or an eved. So why don't you say yiftah also? A child should He open He let. He put it this way. He let himself. Uh, he's he's open. He's vulnerable. Mamzer or eved. The Yesh Lomar Dehad DeKamar Kalev SheYiteno Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kodesh Mishia Kol Lahazor <laughs> Otan Halachot SheShachu Bimei Eblosh Shel Moshe. Etelu et Aksabiti. Oh, which means Kiriat Sefer was not only a physical place. So it's for saying that Kiriat Sefer meant the one that will be able to conquer the book. If you remember during the mourning period of Moshe Rabbeinu, hundreds of halakhot were forgotten. So Kaleb wanted somebody that has the mental capacity to retrieve these halakhot. So therefore he was saying the one that can conquer Kiriat Sefer, meaning to retrieve the halakhot. That's the one that's going to marry my daughter. Now, Tosfot really doesn't answer the question. Okay, very fine. But maybe that guy is going to be a mamzeh or an ebit. So what is he answering? He's just explaining to me that Kiryat Sefer is not a physical uh, uh, place that needs a physical conquest. Fine. So it's a you're looking for a big tamir Hakam in order to learn good. So how did he answer his question? So if you go to the Maharsha, the Maharsha says... שלושה שאלו שלו כהוגן, וכתבו הצפות, ועם תומר, ועמי חשב כלב, שאמר כל אשר יקר, אתן לו את בתי, עכסה אפילו ממזן ועבד, ויש לו מלאכי כמה על כלב, כל מי שיעזון לו אותן הלכות, אתן לו עכסה, היין שם, ומצא כפרק ותמונה, גמרה ואין לה <laughs> the question is still there. Bottom line, God could have sent you a Memzid and an to marry your daughter. There's a beautiful answer of the Marsha. How is he going to return these Halachot? He has to have Hakodesh the Well, if he has Beruah Hakodesh, doesn't rest only on people that are lineaged. Shekhinah doesn't rest on mamzerim and abadim. So therefore, there was no worry. That's what was worth answering. That since this was a, you were looking for a religious man that has the shekhinah on him. God cannot send him a uh, mamzer or a um, or a uh, or an Evid. That's the that's, if it was just a warrior, you're right. The warrior might be a mamzer and an abad. Therefore, Kalev is Hogan. But now that we learned that he was looking for a spiritual warrior, that spiritual warrior cannot be a Mamzeb. Because you need Shekhinah in order to retrieve the Halachot. So continues, side point, nekret Why was she called Achsa? Uh, that was the daughter of Kalev. <laughs> <laughs> then anybody that saw would get angry at his wife. Because she was so pretty, and they would get angry at their wives. That could be not as pretty as Aksa. It would cause a lot of, uh, you know, Shalom bay not the beauty, obviously they're not looking at her beauty. They were seeing that she was a very modest lady. She was a very, very proper, uh, proper girl. Kalev knew that his daughter was a Sadeket. So he said between her and my Zekhut, I'm not worried about her getting stuck with a mom's head. That's why it's not uh, Shiloh Hogan. He had a good reason to not, not be uh, concerned. I guess Eliezer also had a good reason not to be concerned. He had Avraham and Yitzhak uh, they have bigger uh, zechuyot as well. And that's why the Gemara doesn't mention Mamzer by uh, Eliezer. It says that they were worried. The reason why it's Shiloh Hogan by Eliezer is that maybe a Higeret or Sumer will be presented. doesn't say maybe a Mamzeret or a shifha will be presented. So therefore, because again, in that sense, Abraham relied on the zechut. I mean, the answer relied on the zechut that God's not going to present them a Mamzeb. Um, but what about a hegeret that he can get fooled by and not see? Now, if you look at the next Tosfot, the next Tosfot deals with the issue I just raised to you. The next Tosfot says, "Yachol afidu hegeret osome Later on, we're going to see that the Gemara had a concern that Shaul opened himself up to getting a Mamzeret, a Mamzer or a, a Eben. So why don't we say the same thing by the Eben? That he's vulnerable, that uh, you know God forbid the girl that could have came to the well one could have been a Mamzeret. that she Okay, first answer. There's no Mamzerim yet. It's before Matan Torah, so that we don't have this uh, concept of Mamzer. By the time Shaul comes around, it's after Matan Torah, so we have that issue. gabe isha lo Dayik alma ela yofi. Okay, when it comes to an isha, the main thing they care about is yofi. Therefore, what? What is he answering in this uh, in this answer? Iname the Isha Alma ela And therefore, I guess the second answer is, and even if still you want to say the avot kept the Torah, let's say maybe there was still in Nyan of Mamzer, but that didn't bother them, the The main thing they're concerned about is Yofi, and therefore the main item is forget it and and Sumer. <speaking in Hebrew> How can you say that he was sure <speaking in Hebrew> And he has to initiate this situation. he has to say Well, if he sees that she's blind or that she's hagereet, he won't tell her. So that's not shlokihogin. So those like ants, She has a peg leg. He's not going to see that she has a peg leg, that she has a a prosthesis. but she's blind. So therefore, he'll miss it. That's that's like that. She also mentioned that she said that in two words. He's not going to. You're not going to figure it out. Now look at the Ma'arsha we at a boat time. The Ma'arsha over here. <laughs> Which means he's asking. Didn't we learn that avotenu kept the whole Torah before it was given? If you hold like that, she said that our forefathers kept the whole Torah, so they should have been concerned about Mamzeder. Then Tosfot's answer was what? According to the Torah, there's no such thing as Mamzeder, but Avotenu kept the whole Torah, so if they kept the Torah, that should have been a concern. Maharsha's rehashing the question of Tosfot. Aha. He's asking another question to Maharsha. Didn't Avraham make a condition, make sure you take a girl from my family? So he's vulnerable, is. He's the first girl that comes. What do you mean? Maybe she's not going to be from the family. So therefore, in that case, the question should be, Sha'al Shiloh So he is to Maharsha. Mamaj, It's a it's a shot in learning the the text of the of the story of Parashat Hayasara. V'yesh tomar da alze hitchanen bitfila. He prayed already for that 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 shouldn't happen. Like it said shne emar u'ba eda ba eda zlashon techina hodali ba ki asiti chesed imti ye min mishpato kach perush l'ashim bechumash, which means. He prayed for that. So were, you can't say Sha'al Shiloh He was He was worried about that concern. Therefore, he has estimated made a tefillah before he went to the girl. He said, please bring me a right girl from the right family for the man, for my master. Once already, we were we introduced that as a prayed. We can answer Tosfot's question. Avraham Obviously, the family of Avraham were not mamzerim. You know, they might not have been the most uh, religious, but they weren't mamzerim. That's why Avraham said, take from my family. So therefore, it answers both questions. The fact that he prayed, help me find a girl from Avraham's family, automatically, that takes Mamzer off the table. That's the rule. The family of Avraham is azaka, that they are miyuhasim. And then that in the he gave the Tzimidim, but not before he asked her, Who are you from? Who is your family? He didn't rely on the Nihush that he made. He, he investigated, he vetted her out first, and then he gave the Tzimidim. Now, I know your question. The pasuk says the opposite, like we learned it. So he says, (laughs) Even though it says in the pasuk opposite, that he took the Nizamim out. So what am I telling you? He vetted it up first. Amazing. He says, it's out of order, don't worry about it. He did the right, he did everything normal. He asked her first and then he gave her. Now, later on when he recants the story, what does he say? He says it in the right order. I asked her who she was, and I gave her. So Maharsha learns that it didn't change the story. In the end, when he told the story, she was being accurate. I the first time and mukdaw mu al he uh, al, says, for sure, the ends were not relying on nihush because you're not allowed to do nihush really. So he ended up relying on his own uh, devices by asking her questions and the giving up. If he just would to give her a tsimidin, he's relying on the nihush blindly. You're not allowed to really do nihush. So therefore, Mahaja proves he must have asked he must have vetted up first. And therefore, look at the second line of the ma'ashavim, once already he figured out that she's from Abraham's family, he knows she's not a mamzeret. That's why there's no problem with mamzeret. <laughs> okay. Then he answers the answer That when he came to Higgins and Sumer, uh why don't you say he could have figured it out? And for that, we also we saw already twice that he can get tricked by that. I Meaning she could wear a, uh, you know, a fake leg or she could have uh, good eyes but they're blind. And therefore, even though he didn't specify uh, that it shouldn't be a to submit, but answered kehoget. Okay, let's go to the next one. Shaul ben Kish nechti haya This is the one that Shaul said, the one that kills Goliath. The king will give him great wealth yitendo and we will give him his daughter. This is Shaul referring to that, he's gonna to promise to give his daughter to Goliath. I'm to, to Goliath, the one that kills Goliath. And let's say the one that comes is gonna be an Ever or Mamzer. And she woke and who came? There's was the man Lord David. Of course, he ended up getting David Hamelech. So that was indeed Gahogan. Yeah. Any he's my over here, Yep up the One more Maharsha we got to do over here? Shaul, Shaul, Shelo kehogin. He's led the kdekacha. What Shelo kehogin? What's Shelo kehogin? De'ah im yireshim amzir or eved yeh lo yitn lo mito. Very simple. The guy that ends up killing Goliath—that wasn't the kedushin that that statement. That was the tonight. And when the guy shows up, Shaul will vet him. If he's a mazir, tell him to get lost. So why is that child so he can't get, he can't get uh, messed up, Shaul. He's gonna he's gonna see who the who the, who the guy is. Titkadeshlo, and don't say that right away the Kidushin is gonna be hal after he kills Goliat, the Avon, Elad and it's gonna be Overa Luyavon Mamzet, they have the ebid lekademarahi. The end Kiddushin, First of all, Kiddushin is not be Be'ebed. So therefore, the Kiddushin cannot be Hal on an Ebed. The odd, the after David, Hal donit Kiddushin, Barigat, Goyat, Hal, and a Mikadesh. That's considered Mikadesh, Be'malve. Because he said, I'll owe you it. So the owing it is not considered a, a Kiddushin. So the Kiddushin was not Hal at the time of the statement and at the time of the killing of Goliath. That had to be an official Kiddushin. So the Maharsh is back to his question. At that time, Shaul vet the the candidate that came, and don't see if he's a mamzer or not. Because I'm going to send a dean. There's a matter of me. All my Shaul de Barav, and there was a man who came and he should have said, "Aishah Kasher," and he didn't say it. Mikri Shapisha Shlokehogim. Why? Because when the image mamzer or eved, he does de Barav. He's going to have to break his word. That's the point. Which means, he should have said, that. now that he says, the guy who kills him is going to get my daughter. And then he's going to have to break his word. Because if indeed he's in Mamzer, he can't follow what he said. That's what's with I mean, He opened himself up. Not that he'll end up getting the Mamzer, but he opened himself up that he might not have to be able to keep his word. And that's the problem. Okay, let's go one step further. The last Shiloh Hogan. Is what? Is Yiftah. Yiftah, I'll my The one that comes out of uh, the door, my door, I'll bring a Korban to when he came back from the war. So he said, the first one that comes out of my door, the threshold, I'll bring as a Korban. And let's say a Tame thing comes out, like a dog, or uh, another animal, a Hazir, a pig. In this case, he got answered. Why? Who came out? This Bito. Who came out? His daughter. Now he has to make his daughter as a Quran. The Navi says, and Is there not a a, a healer in Gila'ad? Imrofe and Sham? Is there not a doctor there? Now what is this Basukah referring to? So look at the that she the Hainu da Navi." Nabi.
1: Right,
0: God was angry at this case. Remember, there was Pinhas. Pinhas was the rabbi. He could have broke he could have absolved Yiftah from the nether. It just Yiftah stood on ceremony and said, well, I'm the leader, let Has come to me. And Has stood on ceremony and said, I'm the rabbi, let uh, Yiftah come to me. Nobody came to anybody. Of course, in the kabod, the girl ended up getting killed. So you see over here, that from this passage, that you see that it was Shiloh Kiyogun, the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing was Shiloh it, it, it could have been... Uh, obviously, it was not... Uh, God was angry. Look at the bottom of Tosfor. The says, arrogance. What was the arrogance? I'm the let him come to me. the He needs me. The patient goes to the doctor, I don't make house calls. So he says, They both got punished because they stood on, uh, on, their, uh, on their principles. Why? What was the punishment? Wow. His body just fell apart. All his limbs fell apart before he died. He was buried in the cities of Gilad. Because his, 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 his body parts were falling, uh, falling off. So he was buried in many cities. He lost the ruach hakodesh. So that's that. Now, if you look at the Maharsha, one more on this. So, what does the Maharsha, what does the what does the say? Davar tameh is. Davar tameh is a hazir or a Caliph. So Maharsha is a simple question. Why don't you just say a human? Just say say what happened. Ya'chol b'to. That, that is the that is, uh, that, that's exactly what happened. Say Maybe a human's gonna come out. That is the word. The word includes a human being because a human being is for a korban. So therefore, it's included in that. By the way. <laughs> right, Yifta didn't even have to make a He didn't even have to redeem him monetarily. Obviously, because it's a Tameh item. The guy says, I want to bring a Tameh to the nothing, you don't have to give any money even. It's, it doesn't even Hal. <speaking in foreign language> but then he says, "I don't understand. Then why is the Gemara saying and that she's bringing to us forth that Pinchas could have been Mati the Neder? What Neder? The Chayar. The way I understand it says there's no Neder. It's not Hal. He ends up and says, I don't know this whole reason why he needed Pinchas to do anything over it. It's a Neder on a Harei Megdish Davar Tamel the Megdash. Nothing." Now, it, it, it's true, it's Enoch Kehogen, because anyway, you know, why, why would you why would you say such a thing? But it's not that he really got, got, got stuck, because the, 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 his words are, are not really hal That's the Salih of the Maharsha. In any event, when Yemara concludes over here, it says in the Pasuk, God says, I never commanded it, I never spoke about it, and it never entered my heart. I never commanded it. Meshach, Meshach, the king of Moab, brought his uh, son as a human sacrifice to appease God. So God says, "I never commanded him to do that," because it says he brought it to Elohim. But God says, Lord I never commanded this human sacrifice of Meshach. I never uh, uh, spoke or asked that he should bring his daughter as a korban. God never entered his mind that Yitzchak should be under Mizbeah. And that was just a test for So we're continuing the Gemara. Okay. Amara bi at Av Yisrael she'ala shelo Bnei Yisrael at a certain point also made a she'ala shelo that was unfit. But the kadosh parukhu is shivakehogen. But borel ham answered them properly. What was the requestion? Emaan v'nirdeah. We want to get to know to nirdefa to run after l'daat et Shem to know Hashem kashachal nakhon mtsa'or. Like the morning is so clear, the Yavo kegeshem. Not God should reveal Himself to us like the rain. Amar la kadosh parukhu b'ti. You want me to be as frequent as the rain? Well, sometimes you don't want rain. There's a season for rain. Why are you asking that my presence should be with you like rain? I am going to be with you permanently. And I'll compare it to something that is always in the world. I will be like dew, and we learned yesterday's daf that the dew never ceases. Bnei also once said, "Make for me like a sign, like a seal on your heart, that we should be close to you. A seal and a sign on your arm." You know, you don't always see the heart. The heart is covered. Certainly, the the hand is covered. Person puts a sleeve over his arm. You don't see it. So you're asking me that our relationship should be compared to something that's not always revealed. I'm going to see you and put you in a place where it's always revealed. Two explanations, either kapayim means on the palm, but the palm is always revealed, or as she says kapayim is the shamayim, which is, a, which is a remez to, like the Maharsha will tell us now, of Yaakov Avinu, Aleve Shalom, his image is on the kisa kavod. That God says, I will remember you constantly, there will be a constant reminder of el uh, in the shamayim. Now let's read Maharsha, he has a big piece over here, and it's really the uh, the Buddha Matil Abkenes of Israel. Shne I mar when the day I've been the father that I've She is the Adam Lahkor be Mitsiuta Shemit Barach. So a person has to do what we call hakira. Hakira means you have to investigate, not just to accept Imuna, you know, uh, 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 because your father told you, although that's the great level, but you also have to have investigative uh, uh, understanding of Hashem, that's called Hakira, according as you know, as far as your brain can take you. That means to actually apply intellect. She after the sins are uh, going to haunt B'nei Yisrael, they're going to be troubled, they're going to return to God. They're going to uh, connect themselves to God with a understanding. In order to connect Hashem, to, to know His... That is his existence. To know God itself, the essence of God you can't figure out, but that you could prove his existence. That's what we can do. Like the morning. Just like everybody can figure out when it's morning, so it's easy to figure out that God exists. That you can figure out. That you can strengthen your knowledge of his presence by looking at the creation, by seeing all the wonders of the world. Just like the morning gets stronger and stronger and stronger. It starts off at sunrise, it gets lighter and lighter and lighter. So that's the comparison between knowing and understanding God. Eventually, the sun comes out with all its might. It keeps on adding light as it rises, the sun. So too, the intellect of a person rises and gets more intense as he studies. What would they mean to say, you'll be like rain to us? Rain is the source of life. So therefore, it'll it'll bring life to us. You're asking me something that is not right. You ask rain intermittently. that thing When that thing you just told me, that you're going to be with me like tal that never ends, that, me, that, to me, like that never ends. Remember, we learned on yesterday's that that Tal of can stop. So just, just that the God just told us that he'll be like Tal. Well, Tal actually can stop, which is next to Tal berakha. So we asked Hashem, when we pray to God, when we're doing the right things, it's Tal of meaning the relationship. Now what's Tal backwards? Lat. Now what is Lat? Targum Shel Kelala, like, like latya, in Aramaic, layit. That word is to curse. So then Borei Olam says, sometimes I'll be like tal, but if you don't uh, uh, behave, then the tal is reversed. It becomes lad. And that's why the shi'ur of malkut is how much? <laughs> lametet. Lametet also is melashon kilala, the reverse of tal. malkut lametet. Ki peulat tal de this tal de beracha Lenat You just told you're going to be like tal. hotam, meaning put it on a seal and seal it. That you're going to be like tal. tal. You ever see a stamp on a stamp? It's written backwards. So, when they stamp it on the paper, you'll see it written forwards. So, therefore, if we came along and said, well, we don't want it to be a, uh, uh, a hotam, like a hatima, because if it's a hatima, it's going to be written on the hatima lat
1: backwards.
0: backwards. Then, when you stamp it, it says tal. We want it to be like a hotam. It all depends if it's, if it's depressed in the stamp or it's bolet. So, therefore, We were saying, we don't want it to be in a way that it'll be written backwards. You're asking that you want to be like a hotam It should be like, like a seal like that? It all depends on what type of seal you have. Sometimes the seal, if it's bolet, when you when you stick it on the paper, it'll be backwards. So therefore God says, I'm not gonna give you uh, I'm not gonna uh, reveal myself to you in a way where it's shayach to be lambit, which is backwards, visiman kila balani, and silikat zikartubam, in the onam, forward shineman al kapayi, ta'inu avim. Kapai Mub is referring to the clouds, Shageshim Batalmehim. Basically, I'm going to put you in the, in the, in the oppression in the Shamayim with the Hakika of Yaakov Avinu. There's pressure, And therefore, it'll always be Tal of Beracha. Okay, now we move on to the next Sugiyar of time. So what did we say in the Mishnah? We said, in Shualin now, the whole uh, topic of our first Mishnah was really Haskara, was really discussing Mashivaru uh, HaMered Geshem. But in the middle of that Mishnah, it said, when it comes to She'elat Gishamim, whatever that is, you can only do it Samuk Geshamim." So the Gavara begins. We read. At this point, the rabbis and the yeshiva thought, She'elat had a miltahi. That She'elan has Karah the same thing. Which means why? She'elah is also At this point, we don't think that She'elah is We're thinking that it's the same thing. It's, uh, it's uh, Haskarah. It's another way of saying Haskarah. So then, who is the author that says you don't ask for rain only close to the rain? It has to be the B'yoshua. Amaravan, B'yoshua, Dhamma Mashatanahato. Because didn't Nabi Yeshua teach us that when do you start asking for rain? After you put the lulab down, which was on Shimri Al which is the beginning really of the rainy season. So that's that's congruent with Nabi Yoshua's opinion. And Shoalim the we don't say Mashim Baru Amri the Geshem, only Samukh Le which is what? When the rainy season, because it can't be the Yazid, because the Yazid says that we started in the beginning of Sukkot, which clearly is not the rainy season. The Gemara says, "No, I'm on that bayit." A finu temer to be That statement can be going like to be in as well. Why? She'elah lechud v'zkarah lechud. It's two different items. This she'elah, which is v'ten talam atal berachah, which you don't start asking for until later. Till samuk lekishamim. But haskara you do earlier. So therefore, we're falling off our original premise. Haskara lechud and she'elah lechud. V'kade amre. The Gemara is going to repeat it again. Lema, maybe we'll say that statement of Ensou. He says you start saying Masheiburua when you put the lulav down. There are two separate things. Therefore, you can start Masheiburua on the beginning of Sukkot, but you don't start to ask for rain until much later. Okay, let's review the Mishnah about When did Rabbi Yehuda say you start? You start uh, Masheiburua with the Geshem. So he said that you started on the last day of Sukkot in the Musaf. That's his rule. And when do you go back to stop saying Mashiach Rabbein First day of Pesach, also in the Musaf. So what that says would mean we have a contradiction in the Biudah himself. Ad Until when do we ask for rain? Again, asking for rain sounds like betental. tal how long do you have to ask for rains? Wow. All the way until the end of Pesach. So stop right there. It's a contradiction. Mm-hmm. You just told me that we stopped asking for rains the first day of Pesach. And now you tell me that you go all the way until after Pesach. Well, it says you go all the way until after Nisan. So now we're going to give some answers. Which means the two different items. Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah said, you stop mentioning rain on the first day of Pesach, but you ask for it all the way until after Pesach. It's two different items. Mish'al, Sha'il, Ba'azil. You continue asking for it till the end of the holiday. Laskir, but to mention it, biyom barishon Pesik, you stop on the first day. Now, obviously, this sounds like a difficult answer, and Ula is going to give his opinion on what he thinks of this answer. Amar Ula, this answer of Rav Reza, kasha is so difficult to swallow, it's like vinegar to the teeth, na'inaim, and smoke to the eyes. Which means, does not make any sense. Uma'a b'mkom sho'el in a place where you don't sho'el, but you're mazgir, which means haskara always comes first. Like we learned, Haskara is the preparation for she'elah, If you're being Shoeil, certainly you should be Maskir. That means they always have to go together, at least when you're being Shoeil. So therefore, how can you say that you stop Haskara and you continue with She'ila? Haskara is the Tehillat Ritzui of She'ila, like we learned. It's the beginning process. So it doesn't make sense to say... That we're going to reconcile the Be'udah by saying that on the first day of Pesach, stop Mashiach Baru Amin but continue with Tim Batalim Barakah. No way. So now we've got to give another answer. Okay, which is the an easy answer. There's two different Tanaim according to the Be'udah. One Tana comes along and says, you stop everything on the first day of uh, Pesach. And one Rabbi says, no, you stop it after Pesach. And then it goes together. Whatever you do, it goes together. Either the first day or the... The last day. It is two tana'im according to Rabbi Yehuda. Look at Rashi. Tretana'e. Right.
1: So it'll
0: come out that you're going to stop Barek alenu on Minha Erev Pes, that's the last, that's the last, Talmud obviously, and you'll have, a few more tifilot of Mashiva Romana meaning Arbit, and Shahrit, which is okay, it's okay to have, Haskara without a, without a She'elah, so therefore, we'll do, we'll stop, Parech Aleinu, again, right before Pesach, the last tifilah, and then we'll just continue, having, a, you know, a praise of God, until Musaf, that's the answer, now Yosef Amar, is a different reconciliation. My What does it mean when we saw the statement of the Brita that says you say barech aleinu until avora pesah? No, a <laughs> b'yom It means you say barech aleinu up until musaf. Meaning, avora avor sibur rishon until the first hazan passes. Which is basically saying until Musaf. So basically, it's saying you say Barech Aleinu until Musaf. Now that's a rough answer, although it reconciles it. But mean you say Barech Aleinu until Musaf. There's nobody Aleinu on, on Pesach. Amale Abayet Sheirab Yom Tov Miika. How do you reconcile by saying you say Barech Aleinu until Musaf? There's nobody Aleinu on Yom Tov. Amalein, yes, there is. Shu'el Metur Geman. All the days used to have a Miturgeman the translator, but he would get up and make Mishibaraks for the Sibur. And one of the things he would make his beraks on Pesah was for rain. So it just means that in Shahlit the Geman when he makes his Mishibaraks mentions rain in his prayer for the Sibur. And, uh, and by the time Musaf comes they don't mention it anymore. So there is a sheela on Yom Tov. So what are you talking about? The Geman Dabar the Sibur? The Geman is not going to ask on Pesah for something that Simu doesn't need. And by first day of Pesach, we don't need rain anymore. So you can't answer me that the Betul Geman is going to pray for rain in Shahrit. So therefore, you know what? Ela Go back to the original answer. Aliba another answer. What do it mean in the Bible that said that you say Lenu ad shi'avur ha-Pesach? Ad zman Uh Mm Uh-huh. It means (coughs) not pesa. Zman Chitat Pesa, which is Erif Pesa. That means when do you stop Barechalenu Hatsot? Meaning from the time that you commit to Kumar Pesa. Meaning the last time or or the switchover that you stop saying Barechalenu is Minha on Eri Pesa. So by Minha already on Edifesa, you're not saying Vitent Talama talabraqa anymore. And it makes sense. And so forth. We follow a formula. The way you started the process, that's the way you end the process. to Just like in the beginning of the process, you started Roma the Geshem without being Sho'el. So on so the way out. You do haskara alone, without a meaning you stop the sha'ilah, the minha before Pesah. Meaning from the time of Rukman Pesah, that's what he means. And the and the you do it one more day? That means just like you went into it saying Meshiv alone, you end it by saying Meshiv alone. The Gabriel says, "Wait, there's a reason why we started alone." I understand why you're going to be maskeed because Haskara Nami Like we learned, Haskara is the beginning. Before you ask for something, you, you praise God. However, if you stopped asking, what are you, what are you being miratze for? If you don't have intention to ask, it makes no sense to come along and say that you're going to be maskir without being sho'er. Haskara is a setup for Sha'ilah. But once you took Sha'Ila off the table, why should you be Maskir? You know what the Immar says? Go back to the original answer of Ullah, now let's get to the Halakha. What does it mean, that the, the switch is first day of Pesah and first day of uh, Pesah and first and, and last day of Sukkot. Did the Yohanan say that we switch over like Rabbi Yehuda on Shemini Aseret? That we start asking for rain on three cheshavah. And Aban Gamliel says, And Ban Gamliel says, When do you start asking for rain? On the seventh of cheshavah. So they How can Rabbi Yohanan come along and say, That you start everything on Shemini Yad when the be the Ezer said, when the be Elazar said that Halakas are going to bangam they do it on the seventh. What, what's the question? The Gemara says, the mm. gavra a gavra kana bit." What's one thing I do with the other? <laughs> You're asking from one rabbi to the next The Rabbi Yochanan said, "Like I can be Yehuda," and said, "Like I can bangam the yil." What do you? You can't ask from one rabbi to the other. I'm not the Rabbi Yochanan's bound by the Pesach of uh, Rabbi Elazar. So therefore, Rabbi Yochanan's fine. He is posek. That what? You start everything on the last day of Sukkot, meaning Shemina Aseret. Iba we can give a simple answer. Kan kan They're talking about two different subjects. Rabbi Yochanan was talking about what lhazkir. When do you start saying Meshivu Geshem? Shemina Rabbi Gamliel was talking about when do you start to be sho'er. You start to be sho'er on the 7th of Hashvan. Two different items. Both psakim can coexist Oh, we have a problem, but... Because the Biyo Hanan said, whenever you shoel your maskir, they go together. Mm -hmm. So if they go together, you can't split them up. He meant you stop them together. When you stop them, you stop them together. But when you start them, you can start them at separate times. So you stop them both on Pesach. But when do you start it? You start Masiviru on Shemni Atserit, and then Masiv and then Benechalenu goes to Seven Tishvan. Seven Tishvan. So therefore, they start at separate times, but they end simultaneously. So everything's good. It Ratzla Kaitmar, no good. We learn from B'Yochanan, Hitkil oh, LaHaskil Matkid Lishol. Clearly, he says when you start to mention, you start to ask. It sounds like they travel together. Pusak Milishol, Pusak Milahaskil. So now we're stuck. Because we're basically saying that Rabbi Hanan says, which we're all start together. So Hanan says, we can still get out of it. One statement was referring to the B'nei Erez Yisrael. And one was referring to B'nei uh, Babel, Which means, when it comes to the people in Babel, they still have fruit in the fields. Until after Sukkot, and therefore they cannot start Baruch Aleinu right away. So therefore they say what they st- they stop Baruch and Shemini Atzeret, and they don't say until until later on. However, Benai Israel, where they don't have any product after Sukkot, they can start Baruch Aleinu right away. Meaning when they stop Mashiavruah, what they start, they start Baruch Aleinu as well. Let's read the Rashi.
1: Beautiful,
0: and that's what the meant when he said Matkil Everything starts on the seventh of Hajjman. On the seventh of Ishban, we start Mashim Arum we start Barikh Why? Because in Babel we need more time, there's still fruit in the fields. That's when they go together. However, the Hallihu. Beautiful. And in Eretz Israel, they start everything. When? On Shemini Atzeret. So basically, Everything works out fine. Rabbi Yohanan says, <speaking in Hebrew> It's true. to be says, That what? And we start on Shemini al That's for what? B'nai Yisrael. Aye. But Rabbi Yohanan says, That what? It's the seventh of Heshvan. That's the way we want to reconcile. Yeah. That's for <speaking in> B'nai <Hebrew> Babel. So the Gimbalah says, Wait. Wait. The Gimbalah says, It's true I understand why you want to tell us that Bnei Babel waits until the 7th of Heshvan because we still have fruit in the fields and we don't want it to get rained on. Well, Israel also has a reason to delay. They have the pilgrims. The pilgrims that went up to Yerushalayim, they need time to get back. And if it's going to rain on them, they can't travel. So there's a reason even for Bnei Israel also to delay. He came out of B'et HaMikdash Kiyam. Oh, Rabbi Yohanan was not talking at the time of the B'et HaMikdash. So therefore, B'zman she'em B'et HaMikdash Kiyam. there's no concern of Oleh re So that's why he could start right away after Sukkot. Wait, once you're introducing already that element of B'et HaMikdash kayam or not, We can say both statements of Rabbi Yohanan and Aban Gamalila referring to Erez Yisrael. V'la kashya kavus ben Shemita meidash kayam kavus ben Shemita meidash kayam beautiful meaning b'sman Shemita meidash kayam and yeah pilgrims you don't know, want them to get rained on they have to travel then you start everything when Zion Israel but b'sman she'en ben meidash and ben Israel started on Shemini Atzeret we we don't have to mehalik between Babel and Eretz Israel we can say both were talking about Eretz Israel they were just talking about different times in. History. We did Rashi. Fantastic, fantastic. Now the Tosfotim here, are really straightforward. They're just giving you a text of the uh, of the Gemara, so we're okay with these Tosfotim. So, Rabbi, if you go by the Bet Midrash, yes, it's the fruit in Babel, doesn't matter anymore. They have to start at the same time? Right. They, they're always going to start late in, in Babel. Even at the time, even without the Ben Hamidash, the
1: second Yeah, because is their the
0: issue is not a Ben Hamikdash issue. Their issue is a fruit issue. It's a reality yeah, issue. But to reconcile the two statements, Rabbi Yohanan comes along and says, that what? Halakha And then we have a statement that says, Halakha is like Rebagam Niel. So make up your mind, is it Shemini'at Seret, or is it Zayin Hachban? Kan vekan be'eris israel? Come al banchman askayam. Seventh Hajband become busy. It's uh Shimini A tser. Now the Gebara comes along and says, wait, what about us? Now we get the uh, uh, people that have two days of holiday. Okay. Halakha can be We're gonna start Mashivaruwa on Shibini Atserid. Only problem is, Rabbotai, we have two days of Shibini Atserid. We are in the Diaspora, <laughs> So what are we going to do? So the Gemara comes along and says, "Look at that." She, <laughs> <laughs> What day are
1: you
0: going to mention it? Which means we might not say <laughs> But we're going to stop by shivaruah and you said it. Fine. Which which day? Mm-hmm. I do on the eighth day or the ninth day. So gabra says a very amazing uh, procedure here. Gavara says Amar Rav Metzil be Musafin. You start on Musaf a Uposik bi be Minha and then you stop that day in Minha be and Shaharit and the next day you be Musafin. Amar deu Shemuel Puku lele Abba. Go out and tell that to Abba, which means go, go, go tell that to our friends, which means no way. After you made the day cordish by saying over the so you're considering it. in that minha of that same day, you're gonna go back and undo it. Mincha is the same day. How could you make it cordish and then undo it? you start in Musaf, and you continue through Mincha, you stop again on the next day in Arbit and Sha'arit, and you start again. So basically, you're just doing it on the Musafims, uh, of, the, of the first day, and then you finish up that day minha of course, and then you start again from scratch. Now the Gemara says, our custom, once you start saying "masivuror" in uh, in Musaf of Shemini Atzeret, that's it. you committed. That's it. You continue. You don't stop in Albeit. And the Amar of Sheshad, even she Tchilil Shuv and no Posek. And after Rab hadarbe, Rab also retracted. The Amar of Hananel, Amar Rab, Monet Eslim be Hadyum. You count twenty-one days from Lo Shchodes to Sheri. Just like you count the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we have to see what that mashal is. Why do I need a mashal to teach me how to count? You count 21 days just like you would count the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. But the point is, Umma And then you start Ashimani uh, uh, which means, uh, then you start Mashimar That means 21 days is going to be Hashanah Rabbah. On the twenty second day, that already is shemini atzeret. I want you to start Now let's just read the final she mone chaf al yamin.
1: Okay, you're
0: counting ten days from Rosh shana to kipur. She not
1: right but you get to you,
0: you, you count 21 days once the 20 days are over day 22 is when you
1: outset you start on that day you continue uh, we don't
0: have a sefik anymore, that. Why are you starting on day one? Because you know what? We really don't have a sefik anymore. We know when Rosh Hashanah is. We know when Elul was. So, why do we do sefik today? Why do we make two days? So, therefore, okay. But we're treating it as a, 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 a sefik for that standpoint. But we're going to start it on the first day
1: yom, Right, whatever Elul is, and then you know Yerosha Shana is, that's when you count the twenty
0: one days. So you might have to count from the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Because if, if Elul is mm-hmm. so therefore the second day is really Rosh Hashanah. So you have to start counting your twenty days from there, so you get the Shemini Atzedes. So you just say whenever you're going to start counting Rosh Hashanah, that's from the day you count the twenty-one days. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. And
0: the Tosfutim again are straightforward over here. He says, It was the same thing. Okay, we'll stop here.